Welcome to the Porch Drunkies. This is Megan. I'm Thomas. And tonight we have our returning special guests, both Melanie and Julie. Hello. Yay. Hello. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. We're stoked. <laughs> we are. We're stoked to have you. Thank you this for coming out again. Mine and Julie's dream come true. It really is. <laughs> I mean, it started way back before Halloween. Is this a coaster for me? Yes, it's a yes. coaster for you. Oh. Banging on the table. Such good accommodations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They really go all out here. Yeah. At the Port for, for those podcast, of you just who are not lucky enough to be sitting here with us so you can't see it, it's a paper towel. It feels like it does. Yeah. It really does. Towels. Hey, Julie, just to let you know, that's your that's your coaster and you don't have to destroy it during the podcast. Okay. Did you notice that I stole some paper towels yeah, from I your did. kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> Last time, Julie destroyed oh. her coaster because she picked it up and she was fidgeting with it the entire podcast. Oh my God, and you're so, right. And each time oh. she picked up her drink and put it down, it was like, clank, clank. I'm like, you have a coaster. You had one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, where's your coaster? Oh, you're fidgeting with it. She's all tearing it apart. I'm like, It was okay. just shredded. I do that with bar coasters. Yeah. I, I guess that's Oh, my God, yeah. I guess I was just taking out my internal anxiety so it wouldn't show in my professional podcasting voice. <laughs> yeah, with, with bar coasters, uh, you know, normally they're round or square or whatever, but they, they're not, they're always smaller than, or bigger than, you know, the glass that you have sitting on them. So I'll start folding the coaster yeah, around my glass yeah. and, like, start, like, ripping it so that it fits mm -hmm. the, the very circumference at the bottom of my glass. So yep. at the very end of it, it's like, that's my coaster. That's classic. <laughs> yeah. And then I rip the shit out of those things. They're like, you know, God. And they, throw, they always throw it on another one. I was like, I'm just going to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to. Didn't you learn from the first one? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I call this coaster. <laughs> Have you seen the commercial? I fucking, every time I think of these commercials, I'm like, whatever. The bucket list commercial with the guy who has the... Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> I know. No, I haven't seen it. Yes, I have. Yes, I, have. Yes, I have to change the channel really like, quick. Listen, Sarah. <laughs> Even the dogs are probably looking at that and going... Hey, Sarah, that's a little heavy hand. I know, you know, right now. We're on this dog, I'm you know. Starving. I'm sad because I just ate a shoe and I got yoga. You know? And they always have, you know, the kitty with the bad eye. And you're like, oh, the kitty the with the bad eye. Garbage again. But you were saying about that. Hmm. So it's, I think it's a car commercial, really. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's like one of those go anywhere commercials. But like <laughs> throughout, like he's got a list, you know, and it's like him and this Subaru. dog going like, ah. but it's like this bucket list for this older dog. And it's like, find a girlfriend, you know, and so he like <laughs> takes her to the dog park and, you know, he's like, here, go over there. Yeah. <laughs> like he, The dog like goes and woos a, 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 like, you know, a female dog. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, um... Oh, chase the something, you know, it's like takes it to the beach, chase the seagulls, that kind of thing. It's just like cute commercial. Aww. And it's like, you know, for, for wherever life takes you kind of thing. Aww. It's really cute. So I did get some free advertising for the show tonight. Mm -hmm. On the way over, I told my Uber driver about it. He said he would mention it to everybody tonight. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That was super exciting. He's like, I'll He's... drop you off at the house. You'd be a fucking part of it. <laughs> <laughs> What's your Uber rating, Julie? I don't know. I don't know. I've never looked at my Uber rating. I um, think I'll find one. Can Dude. you look it up for me? What's the, I, I've never rated anybody I didn't know Uber. you haven't. I was really upset to get my ratings. Why? Because I think I'm a fun person and I'm a good Passenger, I've never been like a drunken fool. Where the hell is Uber? Yeah, yeah. And how do you get your rating? You have to. How do you get your Uber oh, rating? You go to your settings. 
In Uber? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is an instructional part. Yeah, yeah. We're doing this right now in <laughs> settings. I don't know if I want to know mine. <laughs> she talks too much. She asked me too many questions. Anyways, my rating was 4.7. Out uh-huh. of what? Out of 5. Well, that's really good. I know, but it was like... like what? 94 out of 100, Mel. But How why? That? But, but what, what makes me not a 5-star writer? Maybe there was that one time Maybe that, that you, we went to Addie's. <laughs> no, because we always offer to buy them Addie's. Yeah. Um, What's Addie's? Alberto's? Oh. This well, is going to drive me nuts. You can't find it? Yeah. I can't find it either. I don't know how to even rate somebody. It pops up after your ride. Oh. It says select help, then account. Um, I'd like to know my rating. <laughs> Yeah, there Submit. you go. There we go. Your average trip is five stars. <laughs> oh, my God. I've used it three 4. times. 4.7. Wait, do you really have five stars? Yeah, your average trip is five stars. You did. Ah, um, because yeah. I talked to my oh, driver. Help, account, I'd like to know my rating. Submit. Yeah. yeah. You should get your an Uber, an email from Uber with your rating. Okay, let's try Mine it. just pops up in the okay. app. Yeah, mine did too. Wow. Your average trip rating is 4.3. Oh, my God. What the hell, man? <laughs> you thought your 94 is bad, Mel. 86 out of 100. God. She's got a B. <laughs> what do, do my Uber drivers have against me? That's what you need to say. Maybe you talk to him, too. Maybe it was the guy that dropped you off. He's like, yeah. Yeah, I'll tell people about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They like me. They really like me. <laughs> Perhaps because I don't offer them a cash tip. I don't know. Isn't that like a kick in the gut? Like you feel like you yes. had a pretty good date I'm like, and the bastard doesn't call. Mm-hmm. What the hell? All my writings have been exemplary. Guess I not. never threw up. I never farted in the car. <laughs> I never, you know, I asked once to roll the window down a little bit and that was said, fine. Gosh, that really upsets me. <laughs> I think I'm going to be having a talk with my driver later this evening. You know what I found out tonight? My Uber rating. <laughs> fuck you. Look, look, look buddy. preemptive fuck look, you. Look, there's $3 in it for you if you give me a five, all right? I need to bring my average up, man. <laughs> You're paying people off to like, you better rate it. Give it yeah. <laughs> only Validate with, me, please. <laughs> only, with, only with money, not with any kind of sexual favor. Yeah. yeah. Let's just be very clear Unless about that. Good what looking, if, well, you see, know. See, eBay, eBay have got a perfect score. That's because you work from China a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, they're interesting. The emails I get. You know what I freaking love so much? What? When Facebook auto-translates. <laughs> Uh, yeah. There are some really funny things. Like one of them was uh was translated from Portuguese today uh-huh. and it was like I can't even remember, but it was so funny. It's like with all the technology and all of the like how come they can't do a better job at Google Translate? Right. You know I mean, what I mean? Google's do, got everything okay. unlocked too. They do okay. But not always because no. okay, how many times have I like I've seen like you know like some of my friends that are very fluent in spanish and they're using slang terms and things and i'm right. like i don't know this and i put it in the google translate and i'm like what half the words come back in spanish i'm like thanks <laughs> like, it's if like i knew yeah, spanish if I, knew, I wouldn't be using yeah, this exactly i'm like i can kind of get the context around it but 
I don't know what those words are. <laughs> I might make or bring the statement, you know. <laughs> That's where punctuation is key. Yes. <laughs> because remember, I sent you a message, and it was in Irish, mm-hmm. and you translated it, but you forgot to capitalize the first word right. of the of the sentence, and it came back. You're like, I can't remember what it was, but you're like, what? <laughs> I have like, no idea what you're trying to say to me right now. How <laughs> funny that a capitalization would completely change. It. Some some. Languages like German, Auf Deutsch, all of their nouns are capitalized. So even if it's like bucket or oh. you know, so every every you can tell a noun in a sentence by the capitalization. So it's a capitalization in the middle of the word. It's talking about something. So oh. that's something you know. So yes. it's it, we the have different you know. rules. Yeah, yeah. So we have um. different rules based on our language and our you know the, the context of it. So. That is two things you've learned this year. One, how to request your own rating from Uber. And two, I was going to say, what was the first one? That German nouns are all capitalized. Melanie knew both of those things. I didn't know about the German thing. (laughs) One of my favorite words is a German word. It's um, Schmetterling. Schodenfreude. Scheiser. No, Schadenfreude. It's the feeling that you get when something bad happens to someone else and you're kind of glad. <laughs> Schadenfreude. Yeah. Yes. Like when someone else doesn't get a win the Powerball. Yes. Oh. <laughs> you're like, oh, bitch, I'm sad it, was me. it wasn't me, but I'm really fucking happy it wasn't you. That's you know? for sure. <laughs> when I bought my blue moon tonight, I was... Okay, so this this sounds bad, but not like I would ever actually do it. <laughs> I freaking hate traffic, and I commute all the way from Davis, uh-huh. and on Fridays, traffic is always god-awful, yeah. yes. and, <laughs> and holiday weekends, like this, you know, three-day holiday uh, weekend, uh-huh. it's even worse, yeah. and it was awful, and I was, I was like, you know what I want is a damn beer. Like, I want to just drive home and drink one beer. Beer between my legs, Cause, yeah. Because I could go to a bar and uh-huh. drink one beer and then legally be able to drive home. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't we, why can't? I just be like, look, I'm responsible enough to where I'm only having one. Right. I could have had it before I left. Yeah. That would just make my commute so much better. Right. <laughs> and Kelly was like, I'd rather have a glass of wine right now. I'm like, no, I want a blue moon with oranges. <laughs> so, oranges. I, so, so I bought this blue, blue moon at the store before I came over here. And I was like, I should go get some oranges. And I couldn't oh, yeah, make myself do it because I went to Whole Foods today and spent $18 on five oranges <laughs> yeah. that were at my house. They're not, well, they're, sorry. They're not oranges. Mm-hmm. They're called Suo Tangerines. Yeah. They come from one, like, farm, farm yeah. that makes them, and they basically, like, bonsai their trees. <laughs> so it makes their tangerines, like, the size of big oranges. Yeah. Ooh. And it's basically, like, a gigantic cutie. They're so good. And they only come out, they are, they're out from, like, January to, like, May uh, or April every mm-hmm. year. So when they're out, I go hog wild, and I get them all the time. I could imagine that that would be a beautiful scene to walk through oh, as far yes. as, like, bonsai, bonsai trees with oranges. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which just like gigantic. the, yeah, the They're, little fruits on I'm them not ready to get right now. Yeah, and when the blossoms happen, fruit. Like, yeah. that would be... Oh. They're the ugliest piece of citrus you'll ever see. The peels look so wrinkly no, and weird and gross. Starfruit's <laughs> kind of weird. I've learned, because this is, like, my third or fourth year that I've been obsessed with these sumo tangerines. That the uglier they are, the better they are. So I was like going through and picking all the ugly ones, and they're always three ninety nine or no two ninety nine a pound. Ooh. So they end up to be like three bucks each because they're about a pound each. Right. 
But this year, they raised the damn price. <laughs> a dollar a pound. So I went on their they're Facebook page. They're, they're $3.99 a pound. Ooh. Yeah. That's $4 for one piece of fruit. You can get a whole watermelon for $4. Yes, <laughs> you can. Even out of season. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I went on their Facebook page because I, I follow them on Facebook to get the updates and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I said, uh-huh. I just had my first sumo of the season, and it was delicious, though not the best I've had. Yeah. Did you post a picture of it? No. Okay, good. <laughs> this might be an exception because I've never seen a sumo tangerine. I, I, have, I have in the past posted a picture of, this, of the sumo tangerines, but... I'm very upset about it. So I'm hoping, maybe because they sell them at like Whole Foods and Rayleigh's and stuff like that. I'm yeah. hoping maybe at Rayleigh's they're going to still be $2.99 a pound. Because yeah. I could realistically do heroin for cheaper than that. <laughs> right. oh, <my> gosh. <laughs> they sound fantastic, <laughs> though. It's made me really curious to try one. They're oh, amazing. I would love to try one. Um, speaking of citrus fruit like that, like the huge ones, I always get like the huge. Okay, so growing up we always had like the freeway or like the citrus people like five dollars for a giant bag of like the sweetest most juicy oranges you'll ever fucking have in your life mm-hmm. a giant like net mesh bag full of them like i'll go to the stores here and i'll buy one of those bags for like eight dollars and all the oranges are huge and then you peel them and the peel is like two inches thick yeah. and there's the best oranges nothing though. The no the peels the better no but it was so dry like all of them it's like Want This is a sumo, but they're like the size of a softball. They found pretty ones in the picture, though. They're funky. Yeah, they do look very wrinkly. Like like a dried orange. This is a sumo tangerine. If you want to look up like what they look like, sumocitrus.com. Sumocitrus.com. Not sponsored. Although I would love sponsorship from them. I bet you would. I swear we don't talk about sponsorship until uh, Julie's on the fucking podcast. <laughs> Every goddamn time, I was like, "Sponsor us!" We're like, "We're not doing it." <laughs> hustling. That's right. Hustling, um, hustling, hustling. So yeah. I am so white. I shouldn't have even said that. That was. <laughs> yeah. I, I, my brain was thinking that as soon as it started coming out of my mouth, but I don't give a shit. Well, Thomas, I know you guys do karaoke. Do you ever do, like, rap songs when you do karaoke? He does Weird Al. He does. Hell yeah. Uh, Amish, yeah. Amish Paradise. And White and Nerdy. <laughs> I try to. There's some of that that's way, way too fast. Because I've done it pretty well, but I slip up. It depends on how drunk I am at the time, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. In most cases, like, if it's at the beginning of the night, I might be able to get through, a major- like, 90% of it. <laughs> yeah. As the night goes on, if I try to do white and nerdy without any kind of tempo change or anything, he's little, real confident about it. Can but... you change the tempo <laughs> in karaoke songs? Yeah, yeah. Do, do a little what? bit. Of, you you can change just... the pitch or the the tempo. Do a little bit of that for us now, Thomas. No, <laughs> I'm good. No, that's he, he doesn't have a copyright to that song, so he cannot podcast. No, you, him singing you, song. you can sing it because it's a cover and it's not copyright infringement. You just can't play it. You can download your podcast. You can now. Oh, I'm downloading Julie's podcast. <laughs> if you guys haven't listened to last or this week's podcast, you should totally listen to it. I'm halfway through it. I was so freaking busy at work today. Yeah, it was a really good one. I have to confess, I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm going to. Have you listened to any of the podcasts? <laughs> yes, I have. Yes, I have. Okay. 
I'm did like, you listen to my podcast? I did. Just making sure. That's right. <laughs> we're going to have to stop this and play it <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not a siren, but I'm going to drink a little bit. Uh, yes. Good push, Mel. Good push. Excellent. That was for the listeners. I can't burp like that, but I can sneeze like an MF, man. Dude. You've heard me sneeze from your aisle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, especially this week because I've been... I thought you were going to say, like, oh, yeah, I can hear you down there. <laughs> you know? No, I've always been a very loud sneezer. Me too. And it's like it comes from my soul is how loud it is. And it's like, oh, this week I've been sick. So I woke up with bronchitis. Like, I went to bed feeling like the verge of bron- bronchitis on Sunday. Woke up with full-blown bronchitis on Monday dealt with that. It was like 8 o'clock on Monday night. All of a sudden, I sneezed like three times in a row. Oh. And I'm like, God damn it. Here it comes. That's you what know? happened the last time I got a head cold. It was I sneezed a couple of times and instantly yeah. I was sick. It's like, oh, man. And, you know, it's like your nose becomes a faucet. where It's like <laughs> automatic drip all the time. So Tuesday was like that. But all throughout, like Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, it was like my brain was on this perpetual sneeze motion where you're like... I feel it coming on, like, just go away, you know? So you're, like, trying to, like, try to make yourself sneeze. Well, but especially this week, because I've been, like, anytime I do sneeze, it's, like, that chest sneeze. Yeah. It's like, oh, God, it hurts so good. <laughs> like, I wonder if it's preventable. Like, I know. Somehow avoid Pre- that Avoid sneeze. that sneeze. How but weird. Those are, the, like, the most, like, those are the most annoying sneezes, though. You know that it's, like... They're coming, they're coming. It's like, I wonder what happens during that sneeze. It's like Inside a germ is like body. tickling, knocking. Yeah. Germs are knocking, and then you <laughs> fucking open up those gates. They're like, oh, we're in, we're in. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> we made it. You're going to hate life for the next three days. <laughs> it's such a gentleman, Thomas. Mm-hmm. That's a good look for you. It is, isn't it? <laughs> I believe, I, like it, biker I believe it might actually be a woman's leather coat. So <laughs> well, I got you can't see a... us, Thomas is just let, let me a jacket because it's a slight bit of chilly on the porch tonight. <laughs> You're sitting Being... right by the fire pit, too. I know. It's not kicking off my teeth these days. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm old, okay? <laughs> old people get cold. The thing is, is you're probably not drinking enough. Drink I faster. know, right? Well, we have champagne. Do you want a ginger? Ale? I will have one. I would like one. I would like to have one of those. I kind of like those. Those are good. Yes. Yeah, so I received that jacket in a trade <laughs> some time ago. One time, many years ago, when I lived in the crappy apartments in a certain area of town that was right Deep across the, the street from a. Yes. Deep in the chow. Yes. Right across the street from a grocery store, which is no longer there. Grocery outlet? No. I don't even remember. Grocery outlet's still there. But a grocery outlet type place? (laughs) Yes. It was a weird kind of store, and I had to run over there in the evening. I don't remember what I was getting, but I was probably going to bounce a check for some milk or something. (laughs) Yeah. You know. That's what you do. We got to do what you got to do. We got to do what you you got to do. $20 over. You know? I need to get back. And an African-American gentleman comes up to me in the parking lot as I'm walking to the grocery store. Hey, and he has a leather jacket on a hanger and wants me to, you know, buy it. I'm like, 
dude, I don't have any money. You know, I'm gonna about to go write a check. I'm like, I'll write you a check. check for milk. And he was like, no, no, man, you can, you can just write a check, write a check. Oh, fuck. I give you my account number? No. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and you, I kind of, I couldn't help but wonder, you know, where did he get that jacket? It was a woman's jacket. Uh-huh. So you're like, did he steal his, like, girlfriend's jacket? I got a matching jacket? purse. <laughs> that, you want to go That was, that's that jacket. He traded Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> For a gallon of milk and a yeah. pack of c- cigarettes. Hey, man. <laughs> Did you see the video went viral this week of the woman, or maybe it was last week, of the woman who went to Starbucks and, like, oh, bitched yeah. out the 19-year-old chick? Oh, no. yeah. Yeah, so Ooh. she went to, no. um, on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, she went to Starbucks, and she had, um, she was paying for her stuff, you know? Yeah. With and card. the girl said, oh, I need to go back to get some more printer paper. I'll be right back. So she's taking her card with her. And she comes back, hands the card back. So that later that day, she gets a notification from her bank saying your card is being used fraudulently. Oh. So she goes like it was like a she went to a store. I think it was like a uh, Lucky's or something. I think it was Ralph's. Oh, Ralph's. Yeah. Um. So she went to wow. Ralph's and High they got surveillance even. camera showing this girl. And she's like, "That's the girl that served me the my barista at what? Starbucks." So so she called. She went to Starbucks the next day. Her husband's recording her. Oh. She's got two kids in the back of the car calling out this nineteen year old girl. And the girl's like, "I'm so sorry." Sorry, I'm so sorry. I'll give you $250 right now. Please don't call the cops. I'm a good girl. I, yeah. I'm like, you're a fucking good girl. How? Okay. I don't even, like, in my 34-year-old brain, I don't even know how you would take a card and make a copy of it to the point that you can use it anywhere else, you know? Here, here's you're a thing. good girl. The, the thing <laughs> you're is not though, a good girl if you do that, but people. The, Right, I I agree with that, but I also feel like desperate times call for desperate measures. What was she buying? And she went to a grocery store and spent two hundred and six dollars. So maybe it's a situation where she lives with her family and they had no food and they were desperate type of thing. But you don't steal no, from somebody I, because no, you're desperate. I, I agree, but I really am curious to know her her reasoning behind it, and also the part of the video because I. Heard it on the radio before I saw the video. Maybe she was buying like a ton of chocolate. Maybe, maybe it was beer. I don't know. Yeah. But um, it could have been. I I heard it on the radio before I watched the video, and she's like, um, "I'm sorry uh, for stealing your card. I'm sorry for stealing from your kids. I'm sorry this is an inconvenience for you." Coming down, yeah. I was like, what? "Oh, you little bitch!" <laughs> like, inconvenience. inconvenience? Is like, yeah. that's the understatement of century. Yeah. Okay, so that happened to me. It was like 2009 or 2010. It was like a week before Christmas. And oh. I checked my bank statement and it said that I had gone to some South Sack Safeway store. And, like, I don't and I'm like, Sack. yeah, I, I, I don't think I've ever been to South Sack, let alone go right before Christmas, you know, and spend exactly $250. And I was like, at Safeway, you know, they have, at that time, it was the only store that had the card kiosk for, like, the gift cards. Yeah. And somebody stole my card information and went and bought $250 worth of gift cards at Safeway. And I'm like, it's nice that you had a great fucking Christmas, but I'm dealing with nine days that I'm not going to have my money back in my account because I've got to prove that it's fraudulent, you know? It's so stupid. That's horrible. And it's, it's like, okay, so where did I go that it could have, you know, and everyone's like, oh, always pull on your card reader, you know? Like, I don't think about shit like that, especially at that time. I was like, I'm, you know, always been so naive about it. Like, oh, whatever. Mm. Oh, I'm going to be on my phone. I want to order this thing. I'm going to put my card number right here (laughs) on my phone, you know. It just never dawned on me. But it's like, you know what? 
not everybody's as honest as I am, you know. It's true. And that's how the crooked people get you because when you're honest and you have that value, you know, not to steal and stuff. And they think of things like that as an inconvenience. Oh, I'm sorry you're inconvenienced. It's like... You don't even know how they go there. How do you even go there? I know. How do you even go there? Where, I, okay. You know, and Melanie's got a point. Yeah, des- desperate times do call for desperate measures. But, and it's always my zombie, zombie apocalypse thing. Desperate, desperate times call for desperate measures. But I don't have to take from somebody mm-hmm. to, give to, to give to my family. Mm-hmm. That is like... The bottom of the barrel, like, if I'm doing that kind of thing to someone, I don't really, I, I shouldn't be existing, you know? It's really the end of it. <laughs> but that wasn't the zombie apocalypse. The thing that I'm more curious about is, mm-hmm. how did she get the usable card? Because people <laughs> right. with skills like that, I I'm, know. Just, I'm just going to say, people with skills like that, if you know those people, mm. this isn't the first fucking time they've I done like, it. I didn't even think yeah. of that. It's like, how many other people, and that's, you know, somebody's just like, well, or is it something, people go to, to Starbucks to get coffee, not to get robbed, you know? Right. And it's like, how many people, you know, how many how many times have you run out of printer paper? Exactly. And, you know, what are you doing in that 12 seconds that you're gone with the card? Well, and she's kind of stupid because if she did that, like, say, 10 cards a day, mm-hmm. but instead of going and spending, you know... Two hundred dollars. Yeah. If you spent, you know, fifteen here, or eight dollars here. Not that we yeah. condone anything. Yeah. Like no. Else. Yeah. I'm just no. Saying. Of course not. Of course we don't condone You're that. Be, like, be smart about it at least. It's like <laughs> I would never murder anybody. But you hear all these cases of like where they find dead bodies and right. like how they catch the people, and I'm like, oh my god, I would never be that fucking stupid. <laughs> had I murdered yeah. somebody, I like <laughs> I would be so like. Over the top OCD about how I handle everything. You're like I've watched Dexter. Too. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I've never watched Dexter. Yeah. but I used to watch Dexter. I love Dexter. It's crazy. But the whole Dexter watching Dexter made me believe that Stephen Avery is innocent because knowing Dexter and like he was a blood spatter, you know, pathologist. Like he was like, oh well, this is what happened. Like obviously this it came up this way, you know. And like watching Making a Murderer, I was like. There's no fucking way this guy's guilty of doing this, you know. Have you watched it, Julie? I have not watched it, but I've heard how popular it is. You need to watch it. (laughs) And I've heard a lot of the arguments back and forth about it. It's been pretty interesting, actually. So my whole thing is, like, I don't think think everybody needs to watch it because Mm -hmm. it's so frustrating. It is so frustrating. the, The thing about it is... (laughs) <laughs> that what's the most fascinating is the case. So mm-hmm. if you don't want to dedicate 11 hours to watch a show, if you just go online and just read the facts about right. the case, like it's right. interesting enough. It's very interesting. And it's... And it's, I mean, it's heartbreaking watching the show, especially not even the for the nephew. case. It's the nephew. It's totally the nephew. It's a 16-year-old boy. Not the brightest fucking light in the sh- like the, t- t- the toolbox. That light bulb's yeah. done burnt <laughs> out. He's not. Yeah, wasn't he, he was, like... Pretty much into the lower. Yeah, he's like he's like he got an IQ of sixty nine. It's like that's meant technically retarded, you know. And I'm not using that in a derogatory term. No, no. But literally, scientifically, it is it is it's technically retarded, you know. Mental retardation. Yeah, and so it's it was it's just sad. And being a mom and like seeing that, it's like, you know, and having the mom walk in after all of this, you know, after his interrogation happens, and him telling her what's happening. Or the cops going saying, oh, oh, your son just confessed to a murderer and a rape, you know. And she walks in, she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, they got in my head, mom. And it's like, he knows this well enough to say they got they got in my head. I didn't, I didn't mean to say any of these things. They told me what to say and I said yes. it, you know. Here's the other thing, my other opinion on it. So, they've both run out of appeals. Mm-hmm. But how is that 
fucking possible with all like with Stephen like I don't I don't necessarily think he's innocent. Maybe yeah. he had something to do with it. Right. But there was there's so not enough, much there's not enough evidence to prove that. And there was so much shady evidence. Yeah. How does that in and of itself not warrant him another trial? Right. And this especially with the nephew. Mm-hmm. There was no evidence of right. him being involved nope. in it. And the way everything went down. There was a shit confession. And, and yeah, the way <laughs> everything went down, that was all on tape. It's all been recorded. So any judge can clearly see what happened. Not just all what they things, showed in the courtroom. Yeah, all these every lawyer out there, like exactly. everything. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. does that not warrant another freaking trial? Mm-hmm. Like that to me it's, shows you how shady it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the rule system. It's. But the thing the is, is that, that the that the court that they were appealing with was the same fucking judge that yeah. was the, the overruling judge when he was in his court. So yeah, that's not supposed to happen. That, that's what happened, like, three times. That's, and he's like, nope, I'm not going to appeal it. I'm not going to overrule it. I'm not going to overrule it. And it's like, of that's course you're not. Happen. Because you're a no. dirty fucking judge no. in a dirty fucking cop town. Yeah. It's so shitty. That's I mean, like hand of God. It is. It's disgusting. And it, like, uh, you know. Sorry, hand of God, <laughs> Amazon <coughs> Prime. Series. series, it's amazing. It's good. Oh, yeah, Ron it's Perlman. very good. And Julian and Morris, they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's yeah. So <laughs> it's crazy. It is crazy. And the DA that got busted for fucking like rediddling the fucking interns. Yeah, it's disgusting. And this guy just spent eighteen years of his life mm-hmm. in prison for a crime yeah. he did not commit. Yeah, and. He's playing the martyr. He's, like, telling him, well, if you, you know, like, I understand that, you know, you think that this is all evil, but if you even want me to be related to this case, and we're talking about the Stephen Avery case, like, naming him specifically, if you want me to, like, to do anything or put any input on these two cases anymore, it's, like, eight years after it happened, it's, like, whoa, whoa. So this is, like, still in the forefront in his mind where, like, you need me because I put them away. It's disgusting. (laughs) okay so we had a baby shower for my sister-in-law my sister-not-in-law okay um future sister-in-law yeah my brother's girlfriend of like nine years okay we had our best friend's house so we were like mimosas yeah and i i was like over there late the night before the both of us were over there late the night before like getting stuff ready and then i was Uh over there super early in the morning to, to get things ready and we're sitting outside. It was just me and Kelly. I was like, God, I really want mimosas. <laughs> She's like, oh, man, that sounds so good. So we called Megan. I was like, you want to do us a flavor? I was out at CBS. So yeah. I was like, She's, like, I ju- She's like, I just checked out, but I'll go back. <laughs> so she went and got the champagne. And and it was Cook's, which is the usual yeah. brand yeah. that I buy for, like, yeah. you Any know, mimosa if, trip, if, yeah. if I want to have, like, a... A nice mimosa, I'll get Corbell, but but Cook's is just a standard good champagne. Thank you. Every single fucking cork would not come out. <laughs> and I usually, be, I was taught how to open them in a really effective way that has always worked for right. me. And we could not get these fucking corks out. I wonder if something was wrong with them. Something. So one of them... Defective corks. Well, they were bottom shelf CBS corks. <laughs> yeah. One of them was... There was like four or five of us for like 20 minutes yeah. trying to get this cork off. We used a wine. And the, the, the top fatty part broke off. So it was oh, just the cork no. in the bottle. Mm-hmm. So we got 
uh, wine bottle opener, which in my mind was gonna huh. basically explode it like a pipe bomb. Like all of I, us, I'm like steer clear. <laughs> I'm picturing all of these bad things that happen. So uh, Kelly, whose house we were at, she only had. Like the fancy bottle opener where you like clamp it over the bottle and you yes. pull the finger down and you pull it up and it does it all automatic. So there was like four of us holding the bottle of champagne like with a death grip yeah. like away and holding our faces away. Okay, Megan, go, go. <laughs> and like two people were doing the thing. And it was like, wah, wah, wah. It was like. <laughs> Pretty sure we all flattened it trying yeah. to get the damn cork out. I even, Whatever. Before you could have just pushed the cork through at but, that point. Well, no, it's, it's, pressurized, it's pressurized. It's pressurized in a champagne bottle, uh, so you can't like a wine bottle. If that happens, you push the cork yeah, through. Yeah. But on a champagne uh, bottle, it's pressurized, so you don't have the ability to push the before cork through. The, poke a hole through it. Before the top broke, I even shook the shit out of the champagne, <laughs> thinking it's gonna pop off and fly off <laughs> yeah, the yard. Yeah. Didn't happen. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, you got it. was on, I think there's pictures of it somewhere. I've, I haven't seen the my pictures. Mom, my mom took a picture. But it's like literally four girls holding it and me and my sister's sister-in-law like trying to like wedge it. Like both of us are standing there like <laughs> with our faces like, Heek, <laughs> we're going to die. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. <laughs> Kids, get away, get away. It's going to blow. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> There's nothing worse when you find yourself alone and you're gonna ha- you want really want to have a drink and you have some complicated like bottle of wine or something <laughs> to open and you're like oh man I'm gonna have Damn to that cut down my drinking by like ten seconds. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Another thing that's frustrating is like last cigarette kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. You like uh, something happens to your last cigarette, you're like God. Like you either light it backwards, or you flick <laughs> oh, the whole damn thing, thing out the out window. Your car yeah, window. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. literally or you done snap it. it in half. You're like, I've done that three times. <laughs> my last cigarette out the window. I've never flicked my cigarette out the window like that ever in any other circumstance. Other than it's your very last one. And it's yeah. been it's been like twelve years since that's happened. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm a good one for always lighting the wrong end, and oh, you're like, oh man, <laughs> and it's just disgusting. So, <laughs> and then you're like, I have to get dressed now to go out and buy mm-hmm. cigarettes. That smell of when you oh, buy yeah. it's nasty. I will never forget in my entire life. Will be like. 97 with dementia and I'll remember this. <laughs> I was at the freaking Marlboro Ranch where they're all lifelong smokers. Wow. And then somebody will light one backwards and you hear, see everyone go <laughs> looking around oh. to see who did it and then you see who it was. They're like Oh, yeah, so embarrassing. There's actually a Marlboro Ranch. Oh, oh my God, Julie. Julie. I don't even know. What? I, okay, I, w- I was in, in Montana. Uh-huh. <laughs> The best time of your life. So best you, time. you have to go. This is not sponsored, but everybody who are smokers over the age of 21 should go and do it. <laughs> you sign up on Marlboro.com. They have contests all the time. And you just do them like they're stupid things. You go on click every day. On every click day. Yeah. You do whatever. <laughs> but you can win trips to the Marlboro Ranch. And you want a trip? They're legitimate trips. Where Literally, they pay all for expense paid. Everything. They mail you luggage beforehand. They send you what? plane tickets, gift cards to check your luggage in. They, like, everything. It's, like, while you're there, it's, like, five-star food, open yeah. bar. They give like, you five packs of cigarettes. They send you a check to pay for the taxes for the gift. 
Like that. <laughs> like, wow. Literally, you do not have to worry about a thing. Yeah. And then it's the only back- vacation vacation you will ever go on in your life. Oh, my God. While you're there, there's all these activities you can do. Like, they have different ones in the winter and summer. So, they have, like, um, dog sledding, cross-country skiing. Archery. (laughs) Archery, snowmobiling, horseback riding. um, Fly fishing, like, everything. So, you pick your activities that you want to do while you're there. And then every day. You can't. I think you can only do, like, three days. Yeah, it's, like, three days. So. Oh, so yeah. you that's pretty good yeah though, yeah. yeah and then they have like they'll have like all these fun events like um they like teach you how to line dance how to lasso like all of this stuff like it's, Ooh, i like to learn how to do that i lasso? tried yeah i tried and i really like i really failed very badly <laughs> archery was my worst and i loved archery it was so fun that it was, was my favorite it was my favorite even though I sucked at it, and they were looking at me like, okay, dummy, <laughs> like, how hard is it to, like, point at something and shoot, you know? And I'm like, it's not that hard, but it's like, and it, what was funny about it was the archers, like, the actual professional archers, like, anytime you shot into the bush, they would have to go retrieve it. <laughs> and it was like, oh. ah, sorry, maybe you should stop talking shit about me and maybe teach me how to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I drove a huge, like, military-sized Hummer what? Like, on an off-roading course. Yeah. Oh, oh, that was the best. And every night, there's, like, in the saloon, they always have, like, dance, like, line dancing. They had karaoke one band. night. Yeah. Oh, God. It is the, like, it is the most amazing experience ever. Like, uh, ever since I've been with Thomas, it'll be four years this this Sunday, and I'm like, we, I have to win a tri- trip to the Marble Ranch. You have to go. Because it is the most amazing experience. And I've been twice. So if you ever see something from, I don't know if you've ever signed up on the website. I haven't, but I'm going to. Do it. If it's I tried, but then they it. said that they were going to send something to me. To, to do it. Verify your age. Verify because my age. If, like... I've been trying. It's like that, what is it, like that unreachable goal. Like it's this, just send me to the ranch. You know, like that's all I Please. want. It's like, hey, let's call wow. Philip Morris. Can we get married on your ranch? You know, like I have a friend. Like there's enough room for everyone. Like we'll wow. we'll pay. I don't care. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. <sighs> when uh, was it Reno? When we were was it Reno that we were in and that pastor or whoever the God fearing guy? Yes. Down on the. We street. were there for three nights. <laughs> we, were, we were laying in bed and watching TV and stuff, <laughs> and all of a sudden we hear. Because we like during the commercials we're like mute and he's like proselytizing it what? on the strip of yeah. in Reno and it's like we actually had our hotel room on the fifteenth floor facing the strip. So I would like I was like kneeling down, like watching him and he's on a megaphone. Oh. And like he would start saying something and he'd go on for five minutes and then like there were people walking around him, like Ugh. it was just this weird like can I go down there and hear what they're talking about? Because I'm really curious right now what's going on. Yeah. Like, are you yelling? I mean, this isn't the city of sin. Like, if you want to, right. you want to go to Las Vegas for that, you know. Well, he, he probably, was talking about like he was talking about gambling. He know? probably couldn't afford he to was, go to Las Vegas. Proselytizing. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of money in that. No. We were watching like cops. It's like midnight on a Friday. We're like, God damn it! I was like, Oh, the cops are coming. 
oh, they're just letting him do it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> hey, maybe it's Reno Cops, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Reno 911. <laughs> I used to love that show. I know. Oh, it was my so God. so funny. With Terry, the this roller skating guy. Yeah. Nick Swartzen was like my favorite. He was so funny. But that's honestly truly like with the whole experience with the Marble Ranch, that's something that I actually talked talk to you, like Bobby and fucking all of the oh, people at Bobby. I know it was my I favorite. Loved him so bad. Bobby, I hope you find Bobby us. Joe. Bobby, no, not Bobby Joe. It was Bobby Bobby oh. something. Bobby D. Bobby D. Bobby D. Oh, he was uh, my favorite. Yeah, was, Bobby he was D. such a gay guy. He, it was amazing. He had a signature <laughs> drink that was, it was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. But he was walking around and drinking it out of a clear cup. I'm like, whatever that is, that looks delicious. He's like, oh, girl. You go to the bartender and you just tell him you want a Bobby D. <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking to him about it when I was at the Marmor Ranch. I was like, you know what? I never thought of it, but like. This causes loyalty. Like, this experience right here, it's like, I'm never going to sm- not smoke Marlboros. Like, I started smoking Camels, you know, and I was, like, 19 years old. And when I started smoking again, because Camels were too expensive and I was a single mom at that point, I started smoking Marlboros, you know. Uh, after your ligget, <laughs> After my ligget, <laughs> My Sam's Club $30 a carton ligets. Oh. <laughs> uh, ligget, ligget. <laughs> Two ligets. Two to quit. quit. <laughs> hey. um, but I started smoking Marlboros, and it was like, but I, I, you know, it's like, it was always like, whatever, cheapest, you know. But it was like, mm-hmm. I, the, the only reason I'm ever going to smoke Marlboro for the rest of my life is because it, this, this kind of experience where you say to me, hey, here's a free trip. No strings attached, and you really mean no fucking strings attached, except for maybe you want to smoke us for the rest of your life. I'm like, truth.com, listen, fuckers. <laughs> like, and, oh, but, and to, to be there, like, you don't even have to be a Marlboro smoker. If you smoke camels or whatever, yeah. they, instead of getting five packs of Marlboros, you'll get five packs of camels, yeah. whatever you smoke. If you chew, if you smoke... <coughs> Cigars, oh, at that time, is. they were, like, pushing the snooze. They're like, everyone gets snooze. And I was like, I don't want snooze. They're like, you get it anyways. And I was like, okay. One night, <laughs> and I don't remember this. Like, I didn't even remember going to Denny's. But the next morning, and I had a big purse at the time. The next morning, I wake up, and I go to my purse to get cigarettes out. And I've got, like, the white thing that holds the jelly with all the jelly in it. The white thing that holds all the different colored sugars. With all the sugars in it. <laughs> and a Four pot. sets of yeah. cereal. <laughs> or not cereal. Silverware. Four sets of silverware. Well, it's on the table. Yeah. Glass. And a bottle of ketchup. <laughs> yeah. From Denny's. And a salt and pepper shaker. I have no use for any of those things. But when I'm drunk, I can't help myself. I steal shit from restaurants. <laughs> I really have a thing for stealing napkins from good restaurants. <laughs> oh, the cloth ones? Uh, not the cloth ones, but the, just the really good paper ones. You know, the big, mm. thick, good quality yeah. napkins. Like from a, from like a rib joint? Yeah. Yeah. Or um, there's a good lobster place nearby that also has excellent napkins. Do they have good cheesy biscuits? Yes, they do. They do, mm. do have good cheesy biscuits. Cheddar Bay biscuits are the best. And they also have good clam chowder. I really, really, really want to go to Texas West. Or Texas Roadhouse. The new one by... No. The new one that's by Buffalo Wild Wings. Where where TGI Fridays used to be. On Sunrise? Yeah. I've heard 
Okay, so Megan and I were looking around for things that, like, we wanted to go out to dinner or something. Just some, just go out to dinner. And so we went into a parking lot, and we are looking it up, and we are looking at the menu. And I swear, that one, we were looking at the menu, and it was pretty expensive. You go there, and you pick your piece of meat. Like, you pick, you're looking at all the raw meat, and you pick the one you want. Oh. I don't know if I like that. There are a few things that I like more than a good ass steak. Yeah. I don't think I like anything to eat more than a good steak. I don't like raw meat, though. I don't uh, even like looking medium at rare. it. Medium rare. Medium rare. No, I don't like looking at raw, the raw meat, though. And it grosses me out. It tastes delicious. I think it would gross me out if it was like a live lobster. I, well, I don't eat lobster. I don't really like seafood in general, but... I love seafood. I like... I could totally take the lobster and put that sucker in the pot. I like shrimp. I like shrimp. Okay, this is the list of my seafood that I like. Shrimp, which I've said seven times. Tuna fish sandwiches and fish sticks. Tuna fish sandwiches. Mm -hmm. With pickle or without pickle? Really? Depends. But I've gotten a little snobby and I can only eat albacore white tuna. Yes, the yeah. albacore. I, I get. The, I'm responsible, and I get the dolphin safe. Of course. <laughs> yeah. See, okay. Here's my thing. I cannot stand unless it's raw. Anything that Sashimi tastes fishy. From yeah. And to me, it and people are like, if it tastes fishy, it's dirty. It's not good fish. Yeah. It's not. And I'm like, no. There's no way that every single time I've ever eaten fish, it's always bad fish. Right. Like, the, yeah. the, odds, like, the odds are super stacked against that. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it tastes the way that goldfish food smells. Yes. Oh, That's why yeah. I... Yeah, have you ever smelled goldfish food? Yeah. It, like, it smells like fish. Yeah, it's flakes. It smells like and fish. And, like, like, I... They grind it. It's soylent green. Yeah. <laughs> so feeding you fish. I goldfish. love sushi, but I get fake sushi. Yeah. I get it with cooked shrimp. And I get a soy wrap instead of seaweed. Because uh -huh. seaweed is disgusting. And it tastes like the way that goldfish food smells. I hate that. Yeah. I'm the same with, like, game game meat. Yeah. It has that gamey taste. And they're yeah. like, oh, this doesn't taste gamey. I'm like, pheasant no, that or... tastes gamey. Yeah. yeah. Well, pheasant is good, though. It's gamey, pheasant. though. And it's really greasy. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, good. like, denison is greasy to me. Venison? Or venison. Denison is chili. That's chili. That's also crazy, because when you take the lid off, it's like this, this yeah. orange goop that you have to, like, throw in the fucking garbage disposal. No, mix that in. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I will say that the last deer that Jesse got, he took his grandpa or somebody took to get processed, and it was turned into all different things, like sausage uh, and stuff uh -huh. like that. When I, we went camping, Wish and he brought it, and he cooked it, mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, I'll try it. Yeah. And he's like, it doesn't taste gamey, and it didn't it taste didn't, yeah. gamey. Yeah, I had some. It was the first time yeah. ever where it wow. didn't taste gamey. Yeah. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this I could eat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You're making me hungry for, like, cheddar worst and bratwurst and <laughs> sour Hey, we have some in our thing. <laughs> Put it on the top of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should probably poke the fire. So my 18th birthday. <laughs> 18. I mean, 21st birthday. <laughs> first birthday. Oh, I, yeah. I would. My must have been over 21 because there was alcohol involved. Yeah, totally. But, exactly. 
my, I, I was so young, I felt 18. Let's just yeah. say that. <laughs> she yeah. had the heart of an 18-year-old. Yeah, exactly. Even she was turning and, a legal age of 21 to invite alcohol. And I had the everything. The liver. <laughs> yeah. No, I had the liver of a 22-year-old. So, um, <coughs> we go down to San Francisco. And I ran out of hotel room. I planned it like months in advance. And I love, I love the ocean and sea yes. life and stuff like that. So this little boutique hotel in San Francisco that's right by like Chinatown. Yeah, cool. It's in Chinatown. It's like it's, I can't even remember right, the name of the the hotel. Triton, Triton Hotel. Yeah. Okay, it's right outside. <laughs> the it's the right Triton. outside the like the Dragon Gates of Chinatown. Did you get Tritoned with the? Thing. No, it's like it's just like it's themed as King Triton. I'm thinking it's of Atlantis. Like we had like but some kind of so, weird okay, aquatic so, no, room. No, we were supposed to. Yeah. So on oh, each yeah. on each floor they have one suite, and they're all different themes, and and they have just like regular rooms, and the whole thing like it's like all funky decorations, and uh-huh. so I booked in advance the King Triton suite, which was the nicest suite they had. And it was decked out like you were under the ocean. And Ooh. it had, like, a hot tub in the room and, like, the whole nine. We get there. I'm so excited. We go to check in. And they take us up to a room. And we walk in. And it was not what? the King Triton suite. It, it was, was like, like Jerry Garcia. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even know who this is. Like, who the oh. fuck is Like, this oh. room, it was so tacky and so stupid and so lame. So I walked out back down to the counter. And I was like... Um, I booked the King Triton suite, and they're like, well... Which takes up the whole entire floor of the top floor, well, not, like, one portion the, of the right. fourth floor. The people floor. who are staying in there last night, they didn't check out, and we can't make them check out. And I was like, uh, bullshit, you can't make them check out. Like, I booked this shit, like, six months ago. Like, turning 21, oink, was a really big deal, you know, so... Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I was like, well, he put me in this lame Jerry Garcia, whoever the fuck this guy is. <laughs> <laughs> Melody, who's never heard of the Grateful Dead yeah, ever, yeah. yeah. Um, is that where he's from? Yeah. <laughs> I still didn't know. And incidentally, like, I also. There's an ice cream of. About that's Cherry Garcia, Garcia, but it's named after both the same play. That, that was the only association I had. With You're like, that sounds delicious. Wait, this is not delicious. Yeah. This okay. Is a okay. Crap room. When they say it's a boutique hotel, it means the rooms are fucking tiny. Tiny. They're uh-huh. tiny. So, yeah. So, They're, it's like a boutique apartment in San Francisco is like this closet. Yeah. They're paying a thousand dollars. So yeah. So I was like, well, you're charging me the same amount. For this rando fucking room right. for some old guy. This little like, tiny, something we pay $79 for in Tahoe, we're paying four fifty a night yeah, for in San Francisco. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that. I'm like, that's not right, you know? And they're like, of course, like, fully taking advantage of the fact that they could tell we're all young kids. Because we, we walk in with an entourage all of, like, our 20 ba- kids. All yeah. our bags are, like, 50 pounds clanking with <laughs> booze bottles. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm 21 now. Yeah. So, um... And they were probably thinking, we don't really want to rent to yeah. these people. So I was like, I'm not having this. And they're like, well, we can get you in a different room that's not a suite. And it's like less than half the price. I was like, all right, let's do that. <laughs> so we go in, this room is even smaller. <laughs> and this was my first encounter with Soko. My uncle, Megan's little brother. 
who was in town for this shindig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He brings a bottle of SoCo, and he's uh-huh. like, oh my god, it's so good. Like, yes, right? So I was like, fuck it, I'm down. And okay, hold on. My little brother, who is a year younger than her. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, 11 months younger yeah. than me. Yeah. So, um, I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking down. And at this point, like, I would just take shots like it was no big deal, no chaser, like, I would, like, out drink the boys. Like, yeah. I was a little badass <laughs> 21-year-old. So, we're standing in the middle of the room, and he pours me and him a shot, and there's nary a chaser in sight. Okay? <laughs> Except we, for the water cooler at the end of the hallway. <laughs> yeah. We, we put all the booze in the bathtub, and we took 7,000 trips to the ice <laughs> and filled it up. Like, it was, like we were fucking party. <laughs> so we take this shot in the middle of the room with no chaser anywhere to be found. My very first experience with uh, SoCo and I think it might have been my first <laughs> shot so I was stone cold sober and I literally almost puked. <laughs> it is oh. disgusting. But, <laughs> incidentally, if you mix it with Pepsi, it's fucking delicious. <laughs> like, I resisted it for a really long time because I can't even remember oh, who it was that Pepsi. ever drank it. They're like, it's so good, it's so good, it's so good. And I was like, uh, you're a liar, you're a fat mouth, you suck ass. And then I finally did it. And I cannot even believe that it was the same booze that if you drink it by itself, it's disgusting, it's awful. So with Pepsi. It's, and it has to be Pepsi. Can it be Diet Pepsi? Yeah. So how did this trip end, Mel? <laughs> okay, so, so this is how this, this trip ended. We were all staying the night because we got a hotel room in San Francisco and we were going to get hammered. Except drunk. for me and my little brother were driving home that day. Yeah. Oh, wow. And there was like, I think like 10 Which of us I am the oldest of our friends. So the only one <laughs> who is like even remotely close to 21. <laughs> and I'm 19. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anywho, so <laughs> there was like 10 of us, and we were all going to stay the night there. It was going to be awesome. We went and walked into Chinatown, had dinner, like we were drinking. Then all of a sudden, every fucking buddy leaves. And it was just me and one friend left, and neither one of us had a car down there. They Literally, everybody just left, and I was like, wait, what? Like, this is a whole deal. Like, we were going to party all night, so... Her and I hanging out, we're drinking. With the bathtub full of booze? Yeah. yeah. We have you to. And one other that person. plays a part. <laughs> yeah. It does. Yeah. So we're. Not only a bathtub, full of booze, a bathtub full of ice, like all of the ice on the floor and booze. <laughs> no, I, no, it's a bathtub. It's full of booze. Yeah. <laughs> so every fucking buddy leaves, and I still to this day have no idea why this happened. How because, weird. Like, hello. It's yeah. a fr- like, I paid for the hotel room. It's a free night in San Francisco. We have all the booze. We have all the things. Like, this is San Francisco. They yeah. all fucking And there's two beds. Two beds to, like, in this room. Random, <laughs> like, suburb. What the fuck, right? What? Yeah. So, me and my friend Nicole, we're there. And we're getting hammered drunk. And we're looking out the window. And I see a, a black tranny hooker get picked up. I was like, <laughs> this is the best night of my life. Like, are, like 
<laughs> like, it's cool to see a hooker get picked up, but a tranny, and it wasn't even, like, a good one. It was okay. <laughs> it was, like, just a cross It was, like, like, bottom of the barrel, you're hanging out, not at like, the meat market, you're hanging out in Chinatown. Like, uh, <laughs> like it was, like, Thomas goes right now with his beard and puts lipstick and a wig on. <laughs> type of tranny. I've, I've, I've seen that. So, <laughs> not on me. I'm just saying. Not on me, but... So, this guy who she'd been sleeping with, oh. who I thought was the biggest... Your friend? Yeah. Yeah. Tool the bag one that loser, was there. Who I fucking hated because he was a tool bag loser. She just texted me. She's like, oh my God, so-and-so just texted me and he's in San Francisco. I was like, that's cool. <laughs> and she's like, oh, he doesn't have anything to do. And I was like, well, why is he in San Francisco? I'm pretty sure like, she texted him and be like, hey. Damn, at this lame party, you should come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. So he comes and he's like, let's go to this club. It's close. It's really cool. Like, let's go. So we walk for like 30 blocks <laughs> oh, to go to this club that was really cool. And it was a strip club. Oh, with me. a $30 cover charge. <laughs> this is when minimum wage was like all of five seventy five an hour. So we were like, um, well, we're not going to go in there. We're not paying $30 each to go in there. He's like, yeah, I get it. I get it. He's like, well, I'm just going to go in and check it out and see what it's like. Well, I'm just going to pay this. I'm just yeah. going <laughs> to leave you two girls drunk as fucking skunks <laughs> at midnight on the streets of San Francisco 30 blocks from the hotel. So we had to walk back by ourselves. We get there. We drank some more. We we called it quits. We put our jammies on. We got in bed. An hour and a half later, there's a knock on the door. It's this fucking loser again. <laughs> uh. And so he's like, can I crash here? And I was like, a no. And she's like, well, he's got nowhere to go. I was like, not my problem. But I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Like, that was nice of you. I know. I was like, whatever. So I get in bed. And I was like, so irritated. I was like, where did all my friends go? Why is this fucking loser here? And the friend that I was with gets up, goes to the bathroom to, like, put on her pajamas or whatever. And he gets in the other bed, strips down to his white boxers. Okay, have you ever seen the movie Road Trip? No, I have not. Okay, have you ever seen this show with Jim Jeffries called Legit? Okay. <laughs> Damn Sorry. it, Julie. Uh, I know, uh, right? Okay. So, I read, you know. <laughs> he looks exactly like one of the people on there. So, um, I'll never forget this. Is that good or bad? Bad. No, it's bad. DJ Qualls is bad. He, <laughs> yeah. He's laying across the bed. On what? top of the blankets, my friend's in the bathroom, and she's, like, head over heels. For, this is, like, her first. Like, she loved this guy. And he was a fucking player loser. Laying across Ugh. the bed with his white boxers, and he lifts up the the waistband, and he looks down, he's like, there's room in here for two. And yeah. I, I was like, you're fucking disgusting. Like, I was pissed. Uh. I told her. I got up, and I went to the bathroom, I was like, uh, this guy's a fucking loser. Like, do you have any idea what he just implied? She's like, oh, he probably didn't mean it. I was like, no, he meant it. Like, he was trying to get a threesome. So I was like, this, like, I'm really not okay with this. So I go back and I try to go to bed. 
and I've got my back turned towards that bed, and I'm almost asleep, and then I hear them having fucking weird sex over there. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So he gets up in the morning, gets in his car, and drives home, and here we are still in San Francisco with no ride home. What? Because they all rode with other people who were supposed to stay, or, you know. Uh, <laughs> like, and he just drives away and just yeah. sleeps? So what we had to do was pack all of the booze back up in, the, and which of course there there's like still a million bottles and they're all well over half full because for the most of the time it was just her and I drinking. Put it in a duffel bag, two duffel bags. We had to walk like 10 blocks to go to the mall where somebody that we went to high school with worked. And the pre- people at the front desk of the stupid, stupid hotel, they're like, oh, that that's <coughs> close. You don't need to take the train. Our friend told us to take the train there. They're like, you don't need to take the train. It's like seven block. So we walk there. We get there. We go up to a little kiosk to ask where her store was. There, she's like, oh, that's not in this mall. It's in the mall that's across town. So we had to go from there back over to buy where our hotel was to get on the Muni bus to go to where she was to wait with her until her, like, fiance, boyfriend, whatever it was, showed up, who lived in Sacramento still, to drive us home. Oh, man. <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> All oh, while lugging the booze. Lugging yeah. a duffel bag filled, like, gunk-glink, gunk-glink, yeah. gunk-glink. <laughs> and, and the duffel bag had a thin strap, so it was, like, digging into my shoulder. Oh, my God. I couldn't tell you what anything in there was, but I definitely remember a bottle of Goldschlager. <laughs> <laughs> Goldschlager. <laughs> That's an awesome story. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. She was calling me. I was like, I am here. I don't know what to do. I was like, I can't. Go oh. back down there. You know, it was crazy. Because oh. I think they went on a Friday and I had to work on Saturday. And oh. so I was like, they were calling me and I was like, I, I'm at work. I don't know what to do. I can't fix it. Oh, man. I know. It was so rude. Everyone just legit. Yeah. And it was like the plan. Like, we're staying the night. Right. Everybody backed out. And nobody told me ahead of time. Because had I known, like, I would have just canceled that and done something in town, it would have been fine. It was the first time, the only time I ever drove drove to San Francisco. Oh, God. Only time ever. And it was like, And you had to, like, shit. drive yeah. through San Francisco yeah. to get there. Because it's, yeah, it's in a BFE of San Francisco. Yeah. You're like, you're you're trying to get to the utmost point before you get to the fucking Dragon Gates. And there's uh, your shit, you know. This one funny. time, Kelly and I went and spent, like, took a day trip out to Bodega Bay or something like that. <laughs> we're driving and we leave the beach and it was of course beautiful the beach because that's the beach and then like the second we get away from the beach it's foggy as fuck <laughs> and we're driving along and we're talking and I'm like I swear to god if I didn't know any better I would say we were on a bridge right now because you can't see shit like yeah. it is foggy uh. as fuck <laughs> and then I'm looking around I'm like this is so weird like I like I really feel like we're on a bridge and then we were both kind of looking, and then there was like a tiny break in the fog. We're on the 
fucking Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Golden Gate? Like, I don't even know where this is. Like, I've never even, like, been on this bridge before. Like, I've always just kind of seen it. And it's always on the other side of San Francisco where I've ever been. I've crossed Ray Bridge and I've looked at it, but never on this yeah. bridge. Yeah. What? Pull up to the toll booth and it was, like, fucking $13. And I mean, we were broke bitches at the time so we had to like scrounge to make it and I was like the toll attendant I was like can you for the love of god tell us how to get to the bay bridge that's like the only way home and she so she printed off a little and it was very handy they had like a she pressed a button it printed off a little receipt and it said the directions to get to the bay bridge so me on my earthly buzz had to drive all the way across San Francisco. <laughs> then I had to drive across the Bay Bridge. And I have this thing with the Bay Bridge. And I'm very thankful that they're blowing that shit up and tearing it down. <laughs> yeah. Because I will never forget the 1989 earthquake. Oh. Seeing on TV the cars that picture underneath. of the bridge yeah. where the top collapsed and the bottom yeah. and the cars and stuff. Yep. And it scarred me for life. Yeah. So Every time I've ever been across the Bay Bridge, it throws me into a panic attack. I have to take my seatbelt off. Yeah. Handle on the doorknob, like, ready, because I'm going to fall into the ocean and <laughs> yeah. die if yeah. I'm not ready for this. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I had to drive all the way across San Francisco, <sighs> yeah. like, through all of the crazy streets across the Bay Bridge. It was, like, the worst thing ever. I've been across that bridge so many different times, but I've looked over the side and I'm like, that is fucking ridiculous. Whoever even thinks of, like, I can make it. It's like... They don't jump because they think they can make it. They jump because they want to die. No, I'm I'm just saying. They think that that is, like, the same as the impact of falling for a 30-store fucking building. That's truly what it does. And, like, if if you're honestly on that bridge... But but you have so much time, it's by the time you drink... The, You're like, oh, you never jump, mind. I change my mind. Until you fall. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, that's going to oh, suffer some real yeah. regret there. Yeah. You know? Well, not for it long. It was actually, I had uh, seen on Facebook last month a guy that had actually jumped. He had, a, like, a fucking bad week or something. And it was, like, the end of his straw. Like, he got a call and he was, like, walking under the bridge. And he fucking started booking. And he's like, before I could even think about it, I, like, I fucking left over the edge of it, you know, and he's like, I was uh, falling oh and I landed on the water. And the next thing I see was the Coast Guard picking me out of the water like, oh my God, you're a miracle, you know. And it was like this really powerful story of like how this guy was like, you know, these people came and rescued me because they're fucking waiting, you know. There's like 2,000 every year like that try to fucking jump off this bridge, you know. And Fuck that, like, <laughs> I looked over the side. That doesn't well, just, I mean, it, it is, it's enormous. Like, you see it, and you're like, this it's, is fucking huge, you know? The dreams of falling? It, the dreams no, of falling? Yeah. That's the most are... terrifying <laughs> way to wake up where you start oh, your whole shit. Yeah. Like, could you imagine living through that? Like, yeah. the whole no. falling process? Yeah. And I'm good. I, I mean, I'm sure it's, like, belly flop on fucking crap <laughs> when you smack that cold if ass you don't break water. your neck as soon yeah. as it happens or like your back I'm, or something yeah. yeah but have any of you driven over the new bay bridge no nope oh um, wait the no. one that they were no they had it i haven't diverted at one point i think it's even freakier than the first bay bridge really and i don't i don't have like a thing with bridges other than the Bay Bridge. But maybe it's because, like, it, when you're driving across it, it's not 
as contained, like on the Bay Bridge with all of the guard yeah. rails and stuff, like you felt really contained. To me, it feels really open. And they have it right next to the old Bay Bridge. Yeah. And they had, at the time where I went, and I believe it's still to this day like that, on the bottom layer of the Bay Bridge, when you're coming from here to San Francisco, the bottom part for the first, like, quarter of it is gone. There's, yeah. like, empty space. <laughs> and then you see where it starts. So maybe that's why it was so freaky or what? I don't right. know. But you're like, if I out. fall... I'm falling to water. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. Like, not, it, it, it yeah. me oh. out. Okay. So with that being said, like I think about things like that and, but before the, the era of technology, that shit was not there. there yeah. Was nothing like yeah. that. Yeah. So you'd get into canoe and you'd sit there fucking like paddling for days to get mm-hmm. to any other side of the fucking other side. It's yeah. like, this is an island. I'm here. Yeah. And can you imagine like, Good luck like, getting your Subaru across. Right. I well, I think of okay, so I I think of like you know driving up to Tahoe and it's the fucking mountain passes where it's like windy and shit, right? And you're going up the mountain and down the mountain. And it's like they ate fools. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, that's how hard it was to get there. Yeah. You ate now your great grandpa. And now we do it in a couple of hours. And no, less than two hours. We're, we're like, oh, we're here. Yeah. Oh, it's, I'm sorry, it's snowing. Okay, well, you know, we have to, sorry, Junior, we have to eat you today. You, you know? know, it's a trip to oh, think shit. about. What? The game, the Oregon Trail. Oh, my God. Because, <laughs> first of all, that shit is, that's probably, that game. The family has died of dysentery. That game is yeah. probably where my anxiety issues have stemmed from. Because you're doing good, you're doing good, you're doing good. You have a fever, oh, God. You're like, oh, day you're, day like, fever. you're like, oh, God, this is how deep the river is. Do you want to pass it? Or do you want to spend three days? And you're like, oh, fuck. You're halfway through, you fucking For the sink. river. Your yeah. family's dying. Your mama's got diphtheria. You have, you have no food, even though you were the banker from Boston and you have no money. So you stop the hunt. And the only fucking the things that you could find are rabbits and you can't fucking get them. <laughs> Or you get the 9,000-pound bear, and you can only take back 100 pounds of meat. <laughs> it's like, why can't I just bring my family to the bear to eat? They can really, you know, okay. why can't they help me carry this 100 pounds right. of meat? Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, because your wife's dying of diphtheria. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Here's the yeah. thing, though. People Dysentery. really done did that shit. Yeah, I know, I know. They started on the fucking East Coast. Mm-hmm. And they literally did that in wagons across the fucking yeah. country, yeah. dying of diarrhea. Like, <laughs> dying of diarrhea. Yeah. yeah. Rattlesnake bites. Uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. you you lost your oxen. You broke an axle. Like, yeah. that what are you is gonna so do? crazy. Gonna it's going to set you back a lot. Yeah. 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 You could do this or not. Yeah. So but you like, know what? The hey, thing is, it's like. There's a lot of land between here and Oregon. Why not just settle? <laughs> We're settling here. We don't have to continue going. We're just going to make our land in yeah, Wyoming. You know? That is a good question. <laughs> I literally never thought of that. What is wrong with Nebraska? Okay, so you're, you're, I regard you as like one of the smartest people I know. What was in Oregon that required them to kill off their whole family to get to? Or their entire family. Not even, like, you are left alive, but y'all are dead. Yeah. The whole okay. part of the family tree just and it's, it's like, okay, so the Oregon Trail doesn't make any sense to me because I think the California Trail, like, you know, is with gold. 
with the 49ers and we're fucking yeah. getting there. Like, yeah, it makes or- sense. Oregon Trail time was I saw out. this. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. Yeah, I saw this cool Why thing. do we want to get to Oregon anyway? <laughs> I saw this cool thing uh, when I was in Alaska and they had this museum and it was like showing like pictures of of the sides of the trail when they were mm-hmm. all trying to yeah. get up to the, where the gold was in yeah. Alaska. And it was just like, you know, they all were stupid and they didn't know. They yeah. brought horses and stuff and the right. horses couldn't do no. it. So there was like dead horses and luggage yeah. and just everything you can imagine that they were throwing off It's their... so worth it to get to Alaska oh. for the gold. Yeah. It was horrible. At one of my old jobs, we had a swear jar and we utilized it. Because, you know, I'm a fucking potty mouth, and everyone that I worked with were. So we ended up with, like, $75 or something like that, and we went to Tahoe for, like, a non-holiday party because the owner was Jehovah's Witness, so it was in December, but it was not Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And we took the money from the swear jar, and we put it all on red. It was black. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was cool though, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Like you're either gonna win or you're not. But it's yeah. like a fifty percent chance right exactly. there. Yeah. yeah. Would you find Mel? Frequently asked questions time. about the Oregon Trail. <laughs> Why are we going so, to Oregon anyway? How many people died on the Oregon Trail? About twenty thousand people. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Which was like less than a million population of worldwide. What yeah. kind of illnesses did people get traveling? Typhoid, mountain fever. Cholera, flu, measles, and smallpox. Cholera. cholera. No, I swear it was was diphtheria. diphtheria. That was one of them, but that's the one. That's the one that always died. Your your wife has died of cholera. Mm. Yeah. Oh, boo! Did everyone ride in covered wagons? Answer: Because most travelers overloaded their wagons, which of course broke your axle. Yeah. Few could ride inside. Instead, most walked. Many did not make the entire 2,000-mile journey on foot. Why are they going to Oregon? Uh, that's what I'm trying to find. Why? 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 There's so much land between here and there. I'm looking, but... Stop. Because of the beautiful coastline. So, so far, that is not a frequently asked question. Why are we going to Oregon in the first place? That's my question right now. I like Hold it. Hold on, I'm going to do it. What? Oh, this is interesting. Were there rules they had to follow along the trail? Answer. Once they left town, <laughs> there were no police, sheriff, or Okay, hold on. Town? What town? <laughs> <laughs> Not we're specific. all coming from the same place. Well, we're think, going to Oregon. I think it's from whatever town yeah. you left. Okay. <laughs> um, there are no sheriff, police to enforce the law. The officers and judges on the train were responsible for the train. What? Okay, Google. Why are you going to Oregon in the first place? Oh, did my phone die? Okay, I'll ask her. Okay, Google. What do you want to search for? Whoa. Why are we going to Oregon in the first place? And why do you have a sultry voice? <coughs> Man, if you call Comcast to pay your bill because your shit got shut off, the automated system... She's like, it's like, I'm a regular robot. Regular, regular, regular. <laughs> and then, then, oh, it's searching for all of that. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on. I, I have to read this. I have to read this. Web search. Oh, fuck. Hold on. 
Who are we going to the first place? Comcast.com. Why are we going to Why are we going to Oregon in the first place? Oh, how do I? Hold on. Let me let me let me copy all this shit and like paste it. Why did the people something that I can take read. the Oregon Trail? Your notepad. What was the destination? I don't even have a notepad. I'm gonna put it in a message. Send it to me, I'm fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, she got, why are we going to Oregon in the first place? So treat man overview, call Comcast, Sapir Bakshi, Bakoshi, catching off the automated system, just like is. What? Just like it's like I'm a regular robot, regular Andy, regular. <laughs> I just said that oh. Andy regular. Okay, <laughs> so you can keep that little gem. Okay, that's awesome. Okay. Any users called them? It's like regular robot voice. Thank you for calling. Call cap. Put my credit card in, and she's like in her regular robot voice, like, oh. You said card number, and then it's a different voice it's of reading. It's like four, seven, four, three, and I was, I was like, "Damn, girl!" Like, yeah. We're, oh yeah. We're, we're googling. Going to Oregon in the first place. Okay. Okay. Let me ask the question before all y'all start talking because it fucks her up. Okay, Google. Why are we going to Oregon on the Oregon Trail? Giggity. Web search, are we going to Oregon on the Oregon Trail? Okay. Oregon Trail Wikipedia? <laughs> Why Oregon? They have a Wikipedia for everything. And because so there's no taxes. <laughs> it says they went there because travelers were inspired by dreams of gold and rich farmlands but they were also motivated motivated by difficult economic times in the east and the diseases like yellow fever and malaria that were decimating the midwest around 1837 so we got cholera because we we're going to the midwest Fuck you, Midwest. True. Thank you guys so much for coming out. It was awesome having you. It was that. awesome learning things with you tonight. Like yes. Uber ratings. Well, yes. What's the, what was the German word again? Uh, Schadenfreude. Sh- yes, Schadenfreude. <laughs> Schadenfreude? Yes. It's where something bad happens to someone else and you, you find, find joy in it. Yes. yes. <laughs> I can think of a few instances where I'm ashamed to say that it's true. Well, thank you very much. Both much, much. Yeah. For Thank you very much. Both much. <laughs> Thank, Thank you very you much both for coming. Very much <laughs> for Thank coming you out. Very today. much for having us. Yes. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to us tonight. Um, please find us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at Porch Drunkies. So, anyways, <laughs> this is Megan. This is Thomas. Melanie. Julie. Signing off. Have a good evening. Have a good evening.